Hello and welcome to episode 9 of AngelCast. Um, this week it's pretty exciting, it is Barnhammer 2. Uh, it's also the release day uh, for us, although you'll be listening to this later, of Age of Sigmar 3. Uh, so some of us from the Angel Club have uh, decided to play Age of Sigmar 3 all day and see what it's like. Welcome back, um, I'm joined by... Matt Hinton and Simon Foley. Welcome to the podcast, Simon. I don't think we've had you on before. I have not been on before. So Thank that's really you. exciting. Yeah, exciting. Um, we are at a barn uh, and we're playing Warhammer today. In a barn, at a barn, both on a barn. We're at it and currently we're inside it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a very it's, big barn. Yeah, uh, m- multiple barns, in fact. But we're only in one. We we can't be in two places at once physically. Yeah, that's um, true. As a group. Um, <laughs> we can't be in six places at once. Although it seems that Mega Gargans can. No, no we still can't. They're it's just the big bases. Um, and um, I've, I've played a couple of games of Age of Sigmar 3 already, and later in the episode I'll probably tell you about another. Um, Matt and I played yesterday evening, um, and Matt, neither of us are playing armies that we would usually be playing. No, it's true. It's kind of one of the nice things about AOS 3. I think quite a lot of us this weekend have switched it up. In fact, is anybody playing their normal kind of army? I think nobody's playing their um, normal army. Karen had already decided to go to Legion of the First Prince. Yeah, but, but he's normally a boring the... zombie player. And he's <laughs> actually decided to take something. Oh, or Skaven, yeah. And he's so, a Skaven for a while, hasn't he? And he but took he hasn't Skaven played a long time ago. Years. He hasn't played them since it. AOS 1, and by the same token, I haven't played Silver yeah. since so AOS think, 1. I think it's kind of given people an opportunity to either take new stuff or to pull some stuff out of storage that's been in a box for three years and oh, hasn't I've... or hasn't been playable or whatever it's ended up being. So Yeah, I, I'm really glad that I have stocks in Superglue manufacture because um, I've had to fix a lot of trees. Yep, that's fair. No, it's um, been really nice. Like, So I've, I've been going for a new army. I've uh, come back to the UK for a couple of months or a month and a half or so. And who taken knows? Up, <laughs> yeah, who knows at this point. Uh, taken up OBR to keep myself uh, busy throughout quarantine and being very good um, staying at parents' houses, etc., give me something to do for hobby. What was the last army you played as? Because you actually jump around probably almost I, as much I as... I do. I think I, I was mostly playing that weird Nurgle Beasts of Chaos list oh, okay. last I time, that. Yeah. which was super fun. Um, for you? Yeah. <laughs> that was the exploding chariot mortal wound list, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was basically whenever you kill anything, it does loads of mortal wounds to you. Don't. And also when you don't. <laughs> it was it was super good. Um, but I think I sold that. Uh, and then I was playing Cities for a little bit. Oh yeah, of course, Hallow Heart. I played Hallow Heart for a little bit without all of the filth. So um, Bone Reapers is a bit of a departure. Is that your first? First Deathless. Yeah. Um, and it's something, yeah, it's nice. It's actually elite. It kind of feels elite. Um, and it's, it kind of felt like, it definitely felt like a trial for some of the stuff in AOS 3. So it's nice that that's kind of paid off. Yeah. Um, and you can sort of see it. Going, going into the book and going into what's actually happened. So yeah, so specifically with unit leaders being allowed to use command abilities. Yeah, the whole RDP generation in general, like discipline yeah. points, are created at the start of the turn, aren't they? I think. Or yeah, battle, and they don't carry start, over. They start. They, they come at the battle round. Yeah. yeah, same as same as command points. But yeah, it, it, essentially, it was just a big trial for how command abilities were going to work. So the main difference now that we found from our game is that with RDP, you just have loads of them. Yeah. Right. So I started turn one with eight, turn two with nine, 
Yeah, it was all done. With the post FAQ changes where they give you yes. more discipline points than before. Yes. Yeah. This is I, we just basically read the FAQ and mm. used that as the rule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you just have a stupid number of points that you have to get rid of. So quickly um, run us through literally physically what's in your list. Yeah, so the list I kind of wanted to be able to test out different parts of the game. So I wanted casting, shooting, some decent combat, etc. The combat was so, fine, you know. Combat was always going to be okay, but you don't want to... I don't think in AOS 3 anymore you want to just focus on one thing, or at least I didn't feel like it for, for this weekend. Um, so I have Battle Lion of two units of Death Riders, one big block of Mortec Guard of 20... Uh, a leech cavalos who's my general a two crawlers to do some shooting the stone mason to do some spells and one allied gatebreaker to do some serious combat yep interesting yep yeah he is amazing i love i've always loved the bringing them in as an allied unit i mean because um, traditionally like people haven't really liked having mega gunkins as an allied unit yeah that wasn't the initial thing they're now obviously worth five points as a monster five yeah five points objective. objective yeah, yeah. So that's you don't a have big access change. to very easily in OBR, yeah. right? OBR, have, harvest yeah, the harvester, yeah, but it's now gone up even more in points, and sure. it's, yeah, it's not. I don't think it's an amazing monster. Um, so yeah, I think the Gargan. It, it's maybe not an optimal pick, but it was pretty great against you. So yeah, I mean, if you're not going to be playing all that many games, being able to take advantage of the monsters rampages um, yep. is really fun. And yep. yeah, I think it's it's a cool thing. He's also wearing an executioner's hood, right? So. Yep. You know, he's uh, totally the one to be right, the only one you can take in the in the death army I don't think I would take either of the other two sure. if they were the option what's the upgrade for being the death mega god he is I can't remember if it's at the start or the end of the combat phase uh, you roll a dice for every model within three inches and on a six that, that unit takes a mortal wound okay cool yeah. so a bit like a if he like Charges a horde and a hero, kills the hero, he also gets to do mm -hmm. some damage to the horde. Oh, that's really good. Like, presumably against a horde he would just kill it, but <laughs> like, it's it's nice to be able to do that as well. Yep. Um, and Simon, you're another person who has lots of different armies, and I never I've quite know going to face when we play. Um, We've played today, which is the Saturday, the release yeah. day of AOS 3. What have you brought? Uh, I brought Sons of Beermat this weekend. So it's an army that I picked up on release last year and haven't been able to play any physical games with because of different restrictions here yeah. and there. Um, Do you get to play against your brother, though? Uh, I've played against my brother he Rumble practice. Or... Yeah, he's played with both, but I've yeah. not had any games um, kind of with well, people from Angel. Sure, yeah. So the Suns, I thought, on initial release, were decent. I thought they were probably a good 3-2 army, maybe 4-1. Um, I suspect they're very, very, very good in AOS 3. Yeah. And I'm very happy that the points um, still work. So I'm taking this weekend the kind of the mixed Mega Gargant list. So I've got a Kraken Eater, and I've got a Gatebreaker, and I've got a War Stomper. And I've taken three separate man crushes in the game so far. Yeah. Um, all of which comes in at nineteen ninety five points, um, and just gives you a bit of variety in the table. Yeah. Which I really like, and um, you the three models look really unique, just built in the way they do. I think that kit is incredible. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you're duplicating, then you're going to want to start doing some conversion work, and you can do that, and it look good. But the models are so nice as the individual yeah. flavors I that so. I think it's worth doing. Um, even if the rules don't support that, but I think they kind of do. Yeah, I mean, I've magnetised them so that I can swap out for the different options. So at one point, the 
people were saying that maybe you go towards multiple gate breakers. I think less so now that their points have gone up. Yeah. Um, so now I think kind of sticking with variety is good. And it's a, I think it's a great starter army for someone as well if they were picking up the game for the first time. Just having six models yeah. means you can concentrate on how the additions change and the new rules yeah. for AOS 3 it's rather big, than thinking about your army too much. It's quite a big financial investment for a starter army. You could do... Okay, yeah, fair you, enough. You could, do, <laughs> yeah. you could do Beast Claw Raiders for you the cost You could 3D print it. You, you could. You could do Beast Claw Raiders for the cost of one Mega Gargan. Yeah, but that's because they have a start collecting box. Yes. Yeah. Mega Gargan start collecting box. Don't think it's is possible. A Mega Gargan. <laughs> yeah. No, it's the Mega. They should just put start collecting yeah. at the top of the start actual Mega Gargan. And box. finish collecting. <laughs> okay. I'll change something. It's a good army to lend to your friend to, to show game the game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That, I, that's re- I wasn't saying it's not a good starter yeah, okay. army, it's just an expensive one. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, they yeah. might then get a shock when they swap to other armies and they're like, what? This what? isn't 25 models on a <laughs> I What just, is this? I die? <laughs> What's that about? Hey, they do die. They do die. They do die. Um, yeah. Not very fast. So um, we are going to break with tradition slightly on AngelCast um, in a moment and talk about our actual games that we've played, um, because I think that is going to be interesting at the start of an edition. Um, but perhaps, guys, we'll focus mainly on what about the edition was interesting in terms of playing the games um, when we get to that. I am just going to briefly remember that I haven't said what I'm running. Uh, so I'm playing Sylvaneth again, um, and I'm bringing Heartwood, um, which basically makes everybody braver, but it also allows the Tree Lord Ancient to make Karnoth Hunters re-roll to hit, which is amazing, um, because you can also give them plus one to hit, because it's an aura ability. Um, and he's also been changed to have a plus one save command ability? Yeah. Which was which used to be re roll one to save, yeah. So yeah. the army is now basically plus one to save, because you will always have a command ability. Um, and it's holy within 18 inches. And also holy within 12 of any kind of hunters because they beacon his command ability. Yeah. So, as long as they're within 18 of him. Yeah. Yeah. So it yeah. kind of so bounces you, you out from Bounce him. it further on. So it, beca- it, it becomes 30 inches essentially. Well, so the durability of the army has gone way up compared to. The durability to of the army has gone way up. Obviously, I'm bringing Alariel because she's mm-hmm. cool um, and everybody's talking about how she can heal for days. And I was like, she can't. You will still roll ones, and you can't heal. You still just can't heal at the points of the game that you need to heal. Mm-hmm. You heal when you've got a hero phase, and it would have been fine in any event. Um, you, you still can't really do anything in your opponent's turn beyond the D three heal, which, when you don't have a ward save, doesn't keep you alive. Yeah, she did go down easily. Yeah, she goes down super yeah. easily, and that's fine. Like she summoned two hundred and twenty five points of sword hunters. <laughs> Uh, and, and she shielded a guardian, like mega guardian. She killed a okay. mega guardian so, in turn. Yeah, one shot, like, much. You know, yeah. yeah. So I mean, she she's got some power. Um, so yeah, so that was the list. Uh, three three units of tree revenants, which mm-hmm. is obviously quite nice for achieving your grand objective of not losing battle line. Um, so you know, because they just aren't available to be killed yeah. uh, unless I feed them to. It's like less than a hundred points to just hide one unit in the corner and yeah. get guaranteed three points. Yep. Uh, which is super cool, um, and I enjoy. And then, yeah, six six bow hunters um, and a new arch revenant, which is such a nice model. I really enjoy painting it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so Matt and I played Savage Games, um, which sounds like a strength hammer hashtag. Um, and um, that's the second. If you're reading along at home, that's the second battle plan in the GHB. Um, and um, there are four objectives. We played it wrong. 
Um, we played a couple of things wrong. But we played it consistently wrong. So we had a game where we, <laughs> we agreed, kind of agreed what it would we be. We agreed what the win conditions were <laughs> and we played a game. So that's fine. Yeah, we just didn't pay attention to primary objective. And I, I think only one turn one of us scored two more because you can't score both of the middle ones. Oh, yeah. I had one turn in turn four where I scored both and I wouldn't have been able to. But... Sure. And I, yeah. I didn't score it, but um, I also was dead. So yeah, I, I think I think you didn't have any models left. So it's like, oh no, that would have made a big difference between being beaten forty twenty to thirty six twenty. <laughs> so not, not a difference. Round were you wiped out, Adam? Oh, a three. Uh, four. four, my four. Wiped so out. I took. Four. Yeah, tabled. I took the turn into wow. double turn it's into fours and tabled. Yeah. Yeah. Because Mortec crawlers are incredibly good against Sylvaneth, especially against Colonel Hunters, because every shot kills one. When he doesn't roll a three up save. Maybe. Yeah, but also we hadn't we hadn't read the um, That's true. the you change. Didn't have plus one save. I didn't have plus one save bubbled and I was only using one command ability yeah. per turn, not three. Still <laughs> so think my, uh, I still think you beat me on My shots think. would have gone into them and they don't like losing an entire model. They they definitely still die. I just yeah. feel like I'm not tabled in turn four. I think the points on the board would have been the same, but yeah. I would have had things to do. <laughs> Yeah. So, how many battle tactics did you both score in that game? Because that's obviously one of the biggest changes of this edition. So, we were, we were a bit lax about it. In, in turn one... Turn one, we, we didn't pick, so we randomised. Didn't pick, we randomised. We'd already started. And I think we both did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so <laughs> we, we, we randomised. Like, I randomised. too many things to do. Let's just randomise yeah. the first turn and so try I, and do I, it. I got slay the... Uh, I got kill battle line. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alariel just charged across the board and killed some death riders. Alariel just yeah, killed some death riders you didn't have a problem with that and then uh, turn two i failed to kill your general yes so this was a big the, the leech cavalos is is very very tanky in petrifex elite with two extra wounds and a three up save ignoring round one yeah like, i got yeah. some of my I think this is with the new petrifex elite being faq to being yes ready ignore, ignore, ignore yeah one, well, one less rend yeah yeah, yeah. So um, that is very strong. I got a bit of sequencing wrong and he could have gone down, but I think yep. it still would have been dicey. Yep. Um, so I missed Kill the General or Slay the War Warlord. In that turn. And then I got Monstrous Takeover in turn three because um, my Tree Lord Ancient took something Something, off. yeah. Well, he's worth five models, so he, yeah, I think true. he just went in. And I he think he just took my home objective. That's right. I just walked onto the home objective with him and some, and some tree, tree revenants yep. because that scores more than the Mortec Crawlers and the Soul Mason. There to each. I think monstrous takeover is the easiest battle tactic to achieve yeah. just at the list building stage. Yeah. And I think if you haven't got a monster in your list, you definitely want a high caster so you can create a monster for one of your heroes by casting Metamorphosis. Yeah. Yeah. But if you've got a monster in your list, I think you scored it in our last game, I scored it in, in, in the game as well. It's just really simple to either an early game or a late game. Yeah. It's true. Do, does a caster always have metamorphosis? They yes, always yes. know it. That's the one that they, they always know. The other three you have to select. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That is really nice. Like just yeah, just whacking a guy to be a monster and getting it. I mean, it's also then suddenly scores five as well. Exactly. Counts as five models, right? Yeah. Uh, it would count five for that turn. For that turn, yeah. yeah. And if you cast really, it on the really butcher, good. it counts as ten because it's an ogre monster. And also, it gets the Ogre charge on a 4-up, not a 6-up. That is secret tech that I was unaware of until you had just said it. Yeah? So, yeah, so, okay. I yeah, decided not, that. having lost to both of you this, this <laughs> weekend, I, decide, I decided to not to bring my BCR with me. So, you're all welcome. Um, how good is that? I'm thinking about that, yeah. It's 100% true. Okay, it's um, really good. 
It's really good. That sounds excellent. Yeah. yeah. So that's funny. Yeah. Did you have any big moments of completing? Um, I can't. I don't know what the secondary objectives. I, I don't know. So battle my, my like, called battle tactics. My main, yeah. the main like thing, which which essentially won me the game, was I gave you first turn, and you obviously charged across the board with an Ariel and and got into my home objective relatively fast, or you got onto into yeah. my home territory very very fast. You then put some tree revs on the objective on the side, which my mega gargan wanted to go forwards and charge. Yes, but. So he was about three or four inches away from them. Roll the dice, I get an 11 and charge straight onto your back objective with six sword, with six bow hunters yeah, and take right. them all out in a turn. Yeah. Right. The following turn, but... Yeah. Oh no, I took five of them yeah. out that first turn. Yeah. So on that charge, he took out from the stomp and stuff, one unit of tree revs on the right hand side and the other unit yeah. in actual combat. So that was a huge, huge moment, and it's just a case of like. Oh, it's a case of don't I, let people. I yeah. should have checked how far you could go turn one and didn't, and eyeballed yeah. it. It was part. It was partially because partially I smaller boards, partially, yeah. and like, it was partially because I didn't see the model in, when I was deploying. That's true, but, but yeah, they are just a huge bit of terrain. It's next to the Skullvane Mounts. Okay, yeah, they do a lot of damage, and you can just roll an eleven charge and just yeah. go across the board. That's I, fine. There was there was no need. The so eleven got you in, but I, I was also too close to the tree revenant, so I, I gave you a twelve inch. I gave you an achievable eleven inch charge, which yeah. you wiped out, and then you had the three inch pile. So you yeah. you actually you'd actually gotten fourteen from your starting point with yes. reach three. So I was like, so in my turn one, he was within on seventeen inches. It was bad. <laughs> it was a long way. Uh, so yeah, that was that was really good. It was really nice to see the Mega Gargan actually do things. Kind of the plan for him was yep. to just throw him at opponents, let them deal with it, and in the meantime, the Maltec crawlers do some damage, and he's trying to do some. But yeah, so he worked exactly like like he was meant to. I think. How does it work, work with the Mega Gargan and command points in OVR? So you, you cannot still generate. You nope. don't generate them at all. Nope. Okay. So if he rolls a double one to charge. That's that's done. Which he did at some point. He did at one point, yeah. yeah. Right. So the YouTube, there's no way to reroll. There's nothing. Yes, yeah, so you can't have plus one to hit, plus one save. Plus, but you no. still have his finest hour. He can still yeah. have finest hour. Yeah. Still gets all the monstrous rampage things. Still, so I've obviously given him the five up ward save mm -hmm. artifact. But yeah, he, he's just that's maybe the cost you take of putting him in OBR. And for our long time listeners, something that Matt's been asking for since AOS one is a miscast table, and we that's haven't got a table. But Matt's first spell cast of yeah. Age of Sigmar 3 with his Soul Mason was a miscast. Double one, <laughs> take a mortal wound. And also, yeah. later on, in turn three I did or four, yeah. double one, take a mortal wound. This is yeah. why you don't take wizards in your list. Yeah. <laughs> you can't miscast if you don't take any cards. He's a, he's a three spell caster for 140 points. Yeah, <laughs> and potentially bit... more, right? Yeah, he can do more. He yeah, can be um... a six spell caster. So that was Fine. that was hilarious and felt like it was it, was it did well, feel justified. Well deserved. Yeah. I've been asking for this for five years, so I can't be angry. <laughs> However, <laughs> it's inconvenient. Uh, so that's really, it was a fun game. It was um, really good. So yeah. I finished with Matt beating me forty twenty one ish. We both sort Maybe. of didn't pay much attention to the scoring and Maybe also had the less. scenario wrong. So in our version of Savage Games, that was the score, but in everyone else's version, it probably wasn't. Yeah. Um, and then this morning, I have played against Simon's uh, Sons of Bermat, um, and we played First Blood. First Blood, which is the third uh, scenario in the GHB, if you're reading it on at home. Um, so yeah, I think we got a lot of things right where we didn't yesterday, partially because I reread the FAQs. 
and also the rules. To be fair, the FAQ came out last night, so there hasn't been much time. And the FAQs are appallingly written. Yes, in terms of where things are. It's very difficult to find the right answer. You can read the whole thing and still miss something because it's in not a place you would expect it to be. Which is in contrast, I think, to the core rules, which I think yeah, yeah. No, re- they, they really very well super, written. Super well written. Like, yeah. yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. I really like it. And really, really fast to find things. We were like, oh, what's having that index thing going to be? Handbook. Having an really index honest. and bullet points and numbers for reference. Yep. Like, it's just great. Yeah. It makes it much clearer, I think, when you're, when, you're, when you're playing a game. I mean, we didn't really have any rules queries in the game that no. Adam and I just played. Um, and... I think we did take full advantage of all the new rules, really. Like making, I think the thing which we struggled with a little bit at first is just taking that breather at the start of every turn yes. to go, how many command points do I have? Oh no, you've generated one again on your turn. I mean, that's very gracious of you, Simon. At no point did I take a breather in five consecutive battle rounds. You said, Adam, what battle tactic do you want to do? And I went, yeah. what? <laughs> what's, what's that? Oh yeah, two points. Oh yeah. Maybe three. Maybe. I mean, unusually for a destruction player, I was just trying to be nice and kind of, you yeah. know, subtle about these things. But yeah, yeah um, battle tactics, remembering them at the start of each round, I it think is, is something which you're we're all right going to have to learn. Yeah, you've got to get used to having a pause yeah. and not just rushing. Because you, you know you want to do your hero phase. You know, oh, I've got this plan. I've made this thing. Oh, that combat's just done. I want to get going. But no, you have to just take that two-minute pause before you do all those things that you're excited to go and do. Yeah. It's because and of just, the adrenaline of the priority yeah. roll. You're like, am I going to get completely yeah. smashed yeah. in by you're, giants? You, you, you dice in your hands and you're like, throw the vines. And I'm like, yeah. no. No, not yet. You've got to decide to do any heroic <laughs> actions if you're doing any battle tactics. Yeah, so and actually getting what... getting thrown of vines off would potentially change what battle tactic you go yes, for. Yes. Like, don't If you fail to cast throne of vines, you're probably not going to kill something from her. So Maybe that's what like... you've got to ask yourself every single turn before you cast throne of vines specifically. Yeah. It's not start the hero phase. It's before throne of vines, yeah. have I done a battle tactic? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, so we, we it was a smashy game, right? It was mm-hmm. it was good fun. Gods and monsters in in the realm of Gur. Yeah. So Sylvaneth versus Sons of Beermat. I had the lower drops. You were something like eleven. I was three. I don't know how many drops I was. You were was, a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I chose to go first. And go did you have any battalions? Uh, the one which makes you lower drop, lower drop. which I've forgotten the name of. Uh, the battle regiment. Battle, battle regiment. Oh, yes. Yeah. I That's think right. AOS three gold star. Thank you. I think it might be the only one Sons of Bayamat can have. Yeah. Um, certainly, we can't have ones um, which need more heroes easily. Um, so I went first. I did what people say is the main battle tactic for or battle strategy. I guess. Yeah. Sons of Bayamat, which is move forward and take your objectives and sit on them and don't die. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Day, I thought, I was a, yeah, I thought yeah, I'd try yeah. it. See how it goes. Yeah, I liked it. Um, yeah, and that was terrifying because mm. I was like, okay. And you were Taker Tribe. Oh, I was Taker Tribe, so each of my Mega Guardians is worth 30 models on an objective, and my Man Crushers are worth 15, and I decided to play it really simple and make the uh, Gatebreaker Guardian my general with an extra five wounds, making 40 wounds, mm-hmm. and the lovely new shiny Amulet of Destiny, um, which gives them a five-up ward. Yeah. So in my army, I have 25 models. Um, so it was going to be quite difficult for me to... Score past so I had 135 yeah. to 25. Yeah. Although you do have a Lariel who's worth 5. Do have a Lariel who's worth 5. Like, as is true, Lord Ancient. So you have all of the Kermit Hunters are worth 2 each. 
Uh, and both of the heroes are worth two. So 40-ish versus um, 135. So, so all models from your entire army on mm, an objective can just about beat one great one. Correct. Yep. Um, and they could not. Um, so it was it was it was a it was a mission of oh good the FAQ means that Sylvaneth hit way harder than I thought they did. They're going to need to, and they did. They did, but not quite enough. So turn one, um, your first turn, yeah. um, you managed to kill a war stomper, yeah. killed it in the uh, face. With some concentrated firepower, I think, from your Colonel Hunters and then Alariel. Colonel Hunters and Alariel, the Tree Lord Ancient missed with his one shot, mm -hmm. which will be a huge shock to Sylvaneth players listening. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I did a lot of shooting damage and then Alariel went in on the charge and the beetle killed you. Yeah, the beetle killed me. And it could have not. I won't, I did the 15 wounds, not the 10 wounds. I don't think the 10 would have done you. Yeah, I was slightly surprised to have to shout Timber on turn one. Yep. But yeah, lost yep. the Mega Gargan in, in battle round one. And key, I won the roll off for Timber, so Alariel didn't get crushed. You did. <laughs> and, and so turn one was like 6 5 to me, but like pretty yeah. close actually. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I achieved Monstrous Takeover with that. Alariel went out there. Punched him down. So oh, I and I've done the other easiest battle tactic, which is ferocious advance. Yeah, is just run with three units and make sure we're within three inches. Which you were going to do anyway, and yeah. also massively justifies your having the man crushers as single models as opposed to a unit. Yeah, because that's their whole purpose is to score three points in turn one. Exactly, which they do oh, for yeah. free. They yeah. just do it's that. Pretty good. Turn three, turn one in every single game. Yep. Yeah. They're not going to be able to do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> like it's amazing. It's really good. It makes it easier to decide to go first. Otherwise, you'd want to maybe go second, but knowing yeah. that you can lose three points, yeah, means to go first. And I think with the damage that we'd been doing, if I had not won priority in turn two, it would have been an absolute bloodbath. Mm -hmm. um, you won every priority, then? No, not you won the last one, but oh, you'd already, so you won, you'd, the you'd already, you'd already yeah. won the game. Adam is very good at priority. Um, if you read through this book, you will find that that is a factually inaccurate statement. <laughs> I, have, I have lost 70 to 80% of priorities in Age of Sigmar 2. But it doesn't matter because I've usually had one drop armies that go first and you kill them. <laughs> Draconis kill them and then they win the priority. You're like, cool. But I think, I mean, if you imagine the battlefield basically being all the Mega Gargans are sitting on each of the three objectives and you've got some man crushes on kind of like the top right hand side. Yeah. Then Adam's coming in on the bottom left to take the first objective, kills the war stumper, gets one of the three objectives. Yeah. Um, and then it's really a case of can you take a second objective? So you spend the rest of the game, most yeah. of the game, trying to take the middle objective. Yeah. Um, from the gate breaking Mega Gargan and one man pressure. Yeah. And you eventually succeed. Yeah. But it takes, I think, three battle rounds? Yeah, I went I went through the hardest point of the army, right, and I did get through, but I lost most of my army to that. And um, as you pointed out after the game, I could have just portaled to the other side and killed the easier wing. Yeah. Because the gate breaker had the um, amulet of destiny, is that what it's called? Yeah, uh, yeah I think so. I believe from, so. Yeah. Um, from well, it's the core enhancement, isn't it, for the season? Yeah. So five, five up ward save on the Gatebreaker, and it had 40 wounds. I think, you'll, I think you'll see that in every single Sons of Bama army. Yeah. Yes. So I, I killed it, but you're right, I should have killed the... Um... I mean, the one battle tactic that you chose and failed all game, so we scored nine out of our ten battle tactics, yeah. but when you failed was Slay the Ward, because yeah. you couldn't do it in that one turn that you thought you could. 
I could have done it and I whiffed. Yeah. The beetle didn't hit you. Yeah. You took five wounds instead of ten, and that would have been the difference because you're one off. Yeah. That's so it was close. Yeah. Um, we weren't one off, but I could have killed you with. If one more attack had landed, you could have died. Mm hmm. Which would have been huge. It was worth four points to me, and it's. But I, th I think it's. You're right. I think it's interesting though that like we did score nine out of the ten available battle tactics. Yeah. So I got a full fifteen points because all my army is monsters, and you ended up scoring what three four. Not uh, all of the battle tactics score missed... extra with a monster. Oh yeah, we so, killed, yeah, yeah. but within that we killed monsters yeah. in the turns we didn't. So well, it's sort yeah. of even now. Because um, you get that that extra point of killing monsters is huge, um, and like in theory on paper it makes Suns and um, BCR slightly vulnerable or like Gristle Gore. But, if, but you Gore. still had Lariel and TLA, which I could kill. Sure. So, so there's still points it's, in it's it. It's balanced yeah. out by the extra points that are available for monsters doing the battle tactics. Definitely. So I think it's totally fair. You've got three monsters. There's three points available for your opponent. It's easier for you to get maybe yeah. three battle tactics. And we yeah. we both had the um, preserve your whatever they're called uh, battle line. What's the grand objective called? Grand strategy. Yeah. Grand uh, strategy. The grand strategy of hold the line. Hold the, Hold the line. Thank you. The I get a gold star. Hey, a gold yeah. star for you. Um, so we both managed that because I couldn't kill all your megas and all your. Well, they were all battle line. Yeah, I don't. Because I don't think. I mean, obviously, you did have a tabling yesterday, but I think a lot of games won't have one necessarily because you're trying to achieve other things. Yeah. Is it because it's not necessarily a good idea even to wipe to focus on wiping out someone's army because it might even reduce the amount of available battle tactics you can score. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's certainly some points of like, there are some tipping points in the game now where yeah. you have a decision to make that actually, if I go all in now, am I costing myself later and will that really cost me? So if you're pretty level pegging and you can score two points now, maybe you hold back if you can score four next turn. Mm -hmm. And it really puts, I think, even more interest into the priority role because you're not guaranteed to get the next turn, right? So if you're going second in a turn, you're like, I could score this now, but if I wait... Yeah. If I wait, I can go. You know, if I like, I can score yeah, yeah, two yeah. now. But actually, if I have another hero phase and this is a monster and I kill that, then you suddenly there's like a two point swing based on literally the turn priority. So I think there's a lot of decision points in the game, which is exciting. We sort of just steamrolled through those and managed to finish a game in an hour and fifty minutes. Yeah, an hour and fifty minutes, which I guess your first time playing New Sylvaneth, but you are experienced with Alariel certainly yeah. in her older versions. Yes. Yeah. Um, and Sons, I've played yeah two or three games with my brother, and then this this game here. So I know how the army works, and fundamentally, six models does mean you can play the game faster. Yes. So you know, <laughs> I would I, I would say my my, my, my other gameplay with Steve that I've played before this weekend with a friend, I was using Skaven, that went much closer to the three hour mark because right. it was the first game we played. And we both, Skaven versus Iron Tours, we both had a lot more models on the table. Yeah. But Suns probably knocked an hour off the game. Yeah. You know. And I, I think we were pretty efficient. It was useful to, so I played a game against Alex last week um, at Rule Zero. And uh, we, again, had no idea what we were doing, mm. but at least we're using the mechanics. So the scoring was all over the place and we got the scenario wrong. Mm. But just getting used to, and I think having a plan, like with this list, I think it's legitimate to be like, Probably turn one, two, three, four, five. These are the battle tactics I try to do. Yeah, and they might swap around based on how the game works. But if you have a like a flow chart of I can do this, 
I can do this, I can probably do this. Like, there's got to be a priority order for those. Yeah, it's like there's not really eight options or however many battle tactics there are each turn. There's not eight. No. It's, it goes down to like three that are maybe doable. And then you yeah, and it gets pared down very quickly. Pretty quick. There's probably a couple out of the eight that anyone's list will struggle to ever do. Yeah. So then really it's a choice of six or seven out of five turns yeah. and you know which ones you're doing first. So actually I don't think after a few games it's going to take long to figure out what's optimal. I think it's going to be the hardest thing at the first tournament a lot of people go to if they haven't had lots of practice. Sure. But I think yeah by the middle of the year everyone's going to know the battle tactics off by heart in their head. So yeah. yeah there's eight things that you can try to do. Yeah. It won't take long. That's true. Um, or it'll take six years because Matt still doesn't know which scenery dice is which. I, I there's think only six of those. I mean the, the things won't I think there'll be well, there'll probably be like two learning phases one of which is just what the hell are they and what can i choose which will take a while to work out and that will take a bit of time in your first few games and then i think probably there's a phase which we haven't got to yet which is when you get the battle round pri priority choice yes of working out what does adam have left which he could do which i want to deny him doing great and choosing the turn order based on what i want to deny as well as what i want to achieve yeah. and so that kind of like you know chess like yeah, because if you can achieve thinking. yours and stop theirs, that's quite a it's big a swing. Huge swing. If I can get a four-point swing effectively. Yeah, you know, especially so in a turn where maybe you can't get the objectives efficiently. Yeah, so you I think mitigate that loss maybe. That's something which I think will start to be the difference at top end play in a few months' time. But yeah. I think that's not for today. Today is what's the name of the eight of them? What do we do? I yeah. don't know <laughs> currently. Can, can we get our final score within one of the correct score? <laughs> Which we think we did. So yeah. the final score on the door was, um, Adam, you had 20 points and I had 35, yeah. we believe. Um, so that's both of us achieving our grand strategy. Yeah. Um, as I said, uh, nine out of the 10 battle taxes were achieved. I had five, Adam had um, four. Yeah. But some of those had bonuses for monsters and sometimes yeah. we just killed monsters for bonus ones. Yeah. And so then I was basically up on the prior. For my interest, how many points did you actually did you write down? How many points you got for objectives? Yes, very few. Yes, yeah, because it's not going to be a majority of that thirty-five, is it? So I got on first blood, it's maximum. I mean, three I, a turn. I did score fifteen in total for primary, so I had three every turn. I yeah. never didn't, which so is less than scored, half. Yeah, so even though score. you scored maximum every single time. You got fifteen points for objectives. Well, not only for you only scored maximum for the first two turns, in fact, because turn three one disappeared. Uh, ooh, the, so no, because I had both. Okay, oh, so you gain yeah. a bonus. So it's bonus one point one. for one objective, two for two, yeah. and then three for most. Yeah. So I had that all gained. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Three doesn't doesn't matter. So, so, so yeah, so fifteen so you out scored, of thirty-five. You scored max fifteen out of thirty-five previously. That would have been fifteen out of fifteen. So that would have been a twenty. That would have been a twenty nil yeah. in iOS two. Yeah. Whereas now it's it's not even half yeah. of your points came from the objective sitting on the table. Now uh, it's still forty percent or so. So that's still a mm -hmm. vital part of the game. But it's going to be good at tournaments in terms of Swiss pairing because there's a lot more yeah. granularity. There is so right? much more granularity in terms of. I, so I don't know how exactly they're going to do it. I don't know if. It's and it also be how consistent yeah because it also hopefully means different. that you don't get things where like so say you've got uk number one and number two play game one in os2 one of those people wins 20 nil and in game two someone who lost 20 nil and has never played age of sigma before could be playing jack armstrong yeah whereas now true. that is not going to happen yeah i yeah. think it's something we could probably come back with better thoughts obviously over time for sure if you're thinking about the different secondary splits i've heard people talk about Grand strategy probably isn't going to work because I think you're going to achieve that most of the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Battle tactics, 
Okay, five four in our game, so yeah. there's a, a, a minimal difference there. Um, but then I think it's going to come if it comes down to either VP difference or total VPs. I think that will depend on the balance of VPs generated by its battle plan, which we need to think about more. I think there's four battle plans where the scoring can be wildly higher. Yeah, where there's just more objectives, there's more like four point objectives, there's more of those kind of things. So yeah, I but I, I kind of I kind of agree most of that is that's summed up in just doing a difference in the yeah. in the points. Like I think that'll be fine. I loved it. I think it's exciting, and I think it's if it if it opens up tournaments at all and makes granularity easier for algorithms to do pairings. Like you lose time at events when people are on the same pairings and have to you know the bigger the event is, the more granularity there is, the easier it is to just play the next game. Yeah. Um. You probably save an hour on the Saturday at Bobo. <laughs> yeah. And that's not a dig at Bobo, but there's two there's two hundred players, right? And after game two, a lot of them are on the same points in AOS two, and yeah. some of them will have played each other already. So you've you've got to like go th unless you've got a really good spreadsheet. Even yeah. true in in game four, like yeah. in game four, it becomes a huge nuisance for like. Um, it's fine overnight, same. but yeah. yeah, who's won three games? Who's won two games? There's loads of people on the same amount. So that granularity will just reduce that. Yeah, and, and people can still have played each other and be on the same points, but it's much less likely to happen. And adding, I think, that functionality to some of the tournament platforms like Tabletop TI yeah. will be critical to having, even if different tournaments run their packs differently, yeah. having the tracking mechanism integrated into the system yeah. is going to speed things up. Definitely, 100%. Um, great, I love talking to you guys about that. Um, we're going to go away and eat some yeah. lunch which is going to be exciting we're also probably going to play some more games just play at um, least another game and then maybe two if we're not interested in football I mean, I mean it is football football <laughs> um, yeah there is some football happening it's today it's a patriotic duty I mean there's the football but it's also the Warhammer preview so uh, you know, more exciting about which one I actually um, am more excited about the football to be honest yeah, multi-screen which is only because I've been <laughs> working from home on my own for a month so you know, Gary Lineker has been the only company I've had. <laughs> I haven't cared about the football at all, really. But it's been nice to have some colourful pictures moving and someone speaking to me. Good. Uh, we'll join you after this. <laughs> Hi, welcome back. Uh, so we've just finished our game two of Barnhammer 2. Yes. Uh, so Adam and Kieran have decided that watching the football is more important than recording podcasts. So we have Andy and Simon back in the studio uh, here to talk about our games. So you two just played. Mm -hmm. um, well, to... Simon played and I kind of spectated. <laughs> so Simon, you were using... I was using yeah? Sons of Beermat for the second game. Same list as the previous, so three Megas, three Man Crushers. And the Amulet of Destiny. Keep it simple. Um, it was, we were playing, what was the game called? Survival of the Fittest. Survival of the Fittest. So the variation on this one from last time is basically that you name three predators for each of your armies and you get an extra point if you kill, if one of, the, if one of your predators kills one of your opponent's predators. So presumably you picked your three Mega Gargans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I picked my 15, I was, I was running my old Death Riders unit, my old Death Riders list, which doesn't have the nine inch charge anymore, which is a shame because I rolled three nine inch charges. Um, but um, it's 35 hex rays, a bunch of heroes and a black coach. Very nice. Um, so talk me through the scenario, I haven't actually read this one. So Survival of the Fittest is um, quite similar actually to First Blood in terms of there are three objectives on the diagonal at the 15 inch and 11 inch 
and put mm -hmm. on markers. Uh, and you get one VP if you've got one objective, an extra VP if you've got two, and a third VP if you've got more than your equivalents. Now, we did forget in this game to remove one of the objectives at the start of Battle Round 3. Okay. Um, so that is something which just needs to get into our heads a little bit better, maybe. It's annoying that some scenarios you do remove one and some you don't, and yeah. No, you're doing them all because it's part of the Gurgi HP. No, the one that we just did, you don't because okay, it's it's, they're all primary. Yeah, so it's really important when you look at each new battle plan as you're playing them for the first time that you check, is there a subtitle that says primary objectives? And you also look at the map, and if the objective markers have got a little star on them, then they're primary objectives and cannot be removed. If they don't have a star, they can be removed. Um, we'll all get used to it, but it's new to <laughs> Yeah, so surprisingly, it's easy to forget certain things, and there's some scenarios where some can be removed and some can't, yep. and there's some where none can be removed. It's... Yeah, it's all definitely part of the learning curve. So, did you did you forget more stuff as far as lists are concerned? I mean, I know you've played Nighthaunt for a number of years now. Is there any big changes in AOS three that made so you make the list, mistakes? So the list, the list rather rather nicely, the list hasn't changed, and arguably the the list has got a little bit better than it was, other than losing the battalion that gave two of the Hexroth units and the Black's co Black Coach mm. um, a nine inch um, combat on the charge. Mm. Um, so it kind of plays pretty much the same. I've broken the units, and I think I'm going to break it more for reasons we'll get into. And this is um, coherency, presumably. Yeah, so I was running two 15s and a 5, because yeah. the 15s are just brutal in AOS 2. Yeah. Um, I ran a 15, a 10, and two 5s yeah. today. I think I'm going to take it to either three 10s and a 5, or even two 10s and three 5s. I haven't quite decided. I need to think about that. But. Sure. And why, why is that? You think 15 did enough? Two reasons. Yep. Well, a couple of couple of different reasons. The main one actually is you can never get 15 models into a combat. Yeah. Like even, unless you're fighting Archaeon, the because the 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 width of the base of a heck cavalry base is more than an inch. Yeah. You can't keep coherency by just lining them up around the model, which. I guess I get attack. why they've done it, but it's mega stupid. Yeah. Um, but the net result is you end up with this kind of star shape where you have a ring of mod cavalry models on their side next to the model, and then one pointing directly away in between each one. And even then, if you've got something that can kill individual models, you're still probably going to lose two at the or end. Or even if you just lose one, like you lose one guy and it suddenly becomes yeah. three. So yeah, that is a strange thing where even where even infantry on thirty-two mil bases can surround a model and all be within an inch and still coherent, right? Yeah. I presume so. It's just cavalry. Uh, yeah. no. If you if you have a single ring of 32, 32 mil models, yeah. they're not coherent. Yeah, only twenty-five mil. No, but I mean with the it. second ring around. Yes. With the second ring. Yeah, the second ring you can do it with cavalry, you can't do it with the second ring. Yeah. And they probably just need to Maybe it would be good if it had, like they've added the elite keyword, a cavalry keyword, which had different coherency rules. It would be superb if you that know. was suddenly a two-inch coherency. Yeah, for cavalry. Yeah, that would be super good. Uh, so how did it end up? Um, so uh, we, I took the first turn, um, and I scored Ferocious Advance, as did Andy on his next turn. Which is the standard one. That's the run one, right? three units and get run three inches. Units, which everyone does in turn one anyway. You just have to be slightly closer to each other. Um, and I took all three primaries, um, which Andy wasn't able to retake on turn one. Or two. Or two. Or three. 
Or, in fact, any turn. Or four. So, on the primaries, um, the Suns did very, very well. It was a bit more balanced on the uh, battle tactics, where I think um, the Suns army achieved five battle tactics, and Andy's did all but one. So, you didn't get Slave Warlord, yep. but you did achieve the other four when we worked it out. Yep. Yeah. So, Andy, do you feel like your army in this new edition is missing a monster? Um, I, I suspect that's going to be the conclusion, and the answer might be, oh, do, do, do what you've done, which yep. I think is a very solid tactic, which is shove a mega card Shove him. a mega card um, and give him a five-up ward save, push him forwards. <laughs> we, we aren't getting money back from DW for this, but they're yep. quite good. Um, Especially in death. Which their monsters are not great. Well, Nighthorn, if you assume a Mongol is gone, Nighthorn okay. literally have no monsters yeah. other than the other than the Metamorphosis spell, which I didn't yeah. use. Um, so maybe it's worth looking at using. Yeah, because it, it is only heroes turn into a monster, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like the, those extra VPs when you know that you're going to be getting them is pretty big. If it's if that spell gets you an extra VP, it's pretty massive. Mm -hmm. Especially when you can't put monsters in the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I unequivocally lost. However, um, I went into the hardest model in the whole army, which is a 40 wound, 5 up ward beast. I'm in a destiny. I'm in a destiny. I'm in a destiny. But to be fair, um, I put a black coach and 15 hex rates into it. We sat there fighting from the bottom of one. Yeah into the top of four yeah. oh, because you're ethereal and he likes to rend you yeah so Nighthorn yeah. are a good counter to Suns in as much that and maybe not maybe not the hex rate build like maybe like a more hoardy build because then you compete on the objectives as well mm. um, not for you per se but in general but certainly the ethereal is a really good counter to Suns yeah. because they've got really high quality of attacks all meant of nothing. their stuff is run 2 or, yeah. or yeah. more and the, the reason the hex rates are good is because of mortals I mean I didn't yeah. have much more mortal wound out of this game but yeah by the by, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 6 combat rounds mm. I killed the guy eventually because I had nothing better to do sure he killed my coach even that took you through combat rounds yeah it was tough um, and I was wow. left with 10 hex rates Wow, okay. So, so you only killed a coach and five hex rates so in it, six you know, rounds. It took me a long time, but I got there in the end. And I think my strategy, because it's a diagonal deployment and because I can, because I'm fast and because I can teleport a unit, um, I teleported to the wrong end of the board. If I'd have teleported to the other so end, the other that doesn't have a ward save, then um, I think it would have been, I, I think it still would have been up against it, Yeah. but it would have been a very different game. Yeah, so it's the old kind of like, how do you play against Archaeon tactic? It's ignore him, right? And just go for everything else. And I think well, the funny thing was in AOS 2, I didn't ignore Archaeon. He came and hit me and I took him off in one turn. Yeah. Yeah, two, two that was epic. That yeah, was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, and it was a little bit lucky. But so in the, in the bigger picture, it's that combo of 15 hex race and the Night Shrouds giving them plus one attack. Mm -hmm. And you can give them... Um, you can't give them a yeah we found we figured out you couldn't give them a plus one to it as well but that combo is is solid mm -hmm. but we didn't do the coherency on those 15 we would never we would never have got more than 10 models in yeah and I think do Nighthorn previously do they rely on stacking different command abilities it, it definitely they can't do in the so they would have only ever had plus one attack 
and some kind of debuff, either yeah. Shade Mist or Soul Cage. Yeah. So they're not they're not any better than they would have been anyway. Um, so I think reversing that and going for the other guy first, although then I lose more models to coherency, but I've got all my growbacks, so I can sit there with my growbacks and I would have been a lot better off. Mm. I think it would have been a different, it would have been a more interesting game. Yeah. As, it, as it was, you were supremely confident as to where you were. You were quite happy me running against a brick wall for four turns because you knew it meant you'd win. Um, and it played out that way. But certainly it's it's a list. It, it's just from, from the outside in, it's a deceptively simple army to play against because there's only, whatever, six models on the board. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you can still play it wrong. Yeah. Like from my, play yeah. against it wrong. Yeah. Totally make mistakes, yeah. You've got to get the target priority right, haven't you? I mean, Matt, you're using the same build, aren't you, of a Gatebreaker with yeah. um, the Amulet Destiny. Yep. How did that go in your last game? So my game, I just I just played Kieran, who you both know his list, and you've played against, and I presume talked with him a lot in his in the car on the way up. Mm -hmm. Kieran's playing a super solid new. What's the name of the faction? Legion of the Legion Legion of the First. Yeah, Bellacore guys. Bellacore guys. So he's got Bellacore, and I think so. My biggest mistake in the game was I massively underestimated how good Bellacore has become. I thought he was the same basic war scroll as he was before, mm -hmm. with a degrading profile. Yeah. And he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's eight attacks, threes and threes, minus two, three damage. He's just really, really yeah. resilient. So Kieran played incredibly well. Fourteen wings. Um, but my gatebreaker did steal the victory essentially. Like, so he had two charges that he needed to make, which were both halved because of the demon prince. The corn demon prince has got yeah. command ability, which means that. Uh, units within eight enemy units within 18 inches have runs and charges and maybe all moves half. I think it's all moves yeah. runs and charges runs so the gatebreaker is okay so it was okay on the first day so both of these I was three inches away but you still need a six mm -hmm. which is risky when you don't have any command abilities to reroll so he made both of those and I think that was pretty important for the game the first one he needed to reroll using a triumph mm -hmm. the second one he just rolled an eight so I think if I failed either of those, because the first time he went in, he wiped an objective. Second time he went in, he wiped a Demon Prince and Scarbrand in one go. And it just... So as soon as I don't... As soon as I roll a five on one of those charges, I think it's a different game. Like, that 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 ability is crazy So good. would you say the best thing in Kieran's army is the Corn Demon Prince? Is that Corn Demon Prince, I would okay. say. It was super, super solid. But there's a lot of little tricks in Kieran's army, and I think if I wasn't switched on for a lot of the time, yeah. like the little the little wizard that means that you're lit, my small caster that only has six wounds can just die if you roll a, if you so roll a double So this is the Seneshi Infernal and Rapturous, I think. He makes yeah. you re-roll casts. Yeah, so as soon as you re-roll a successful cast into a double one, you take 2d3 mortal wounds. Mm -hmm. I can just die. <laughs> like, there's, so there's so many little tiny tricks that all kind of can go off. And, sorry, summoning five pink horrors is not okay. That needs to go away from the game or not be allowed in any way because it's 25 wounds. Yeah. And it's just silly. I just try to pretend they're not in the game and hope that I don't get them in any draws. It, it's so silly, that five. And popping them off a changeling that can pop up anywhere on the board. Yeah, so you pop up the changeling and then they come on nine away and they didn't charge me, but I charged them with the great gatebreaker, which meant I had to split attacks and risk not killing them. Oh, it's really hard. And, and I get that... Um... Oh yes, I, I, I get lost for train of thought for saying that. 
and the, the the good thing about the the demon prince as well if you put that next to the sloppity bar piper dude that stops you piling in yeah then A, you're on a half charge, mm -hmm. which means you, if you, even if you get in, your models are still pretty clumped up. Yeah. And then you can't pile. And then yeah. you can't pile. Yeah. So, so it's super solid. And all the while you're like bouncing wounds onto the plague bearers with Belcor, and there's a lot of little tricks going on. Okay, so Kieran's army, without getting into all the details, we've just gone through quite a lot of it, yeah. um, obviously has all of those kind of like negative movement effects, mm -hmm. you know, a lot, of, um, a lot of stopping you playing your army. Yeah. So with an OBR army, how would you counter that going forwards if you play that again? So, uh, if... Yeah, it's true. I, I think I would target prioritise the Demon Prince a little bit more with the Catapults. Okay. I, I tried to take on... So I shot into Bellacore turn one and did nothing because he bounces wounds. Mm -hmm. I think if I shoot the Demon Prince turn one, you maybe kill him or you've got a decent chance of killing him because you just need two to go through. And then yeah. he's dead. I think it's like the old Archaeon builds, right? With loads of buffing heroes. Kill the buffing heroes. Yeah. And worry about Archaeon if yeah. you ever get there. So I think, yeah, my target priority on that could have been better, but it was mostly that I underestimated how easy it is to save things on Bellacore. Like, he's just super resilient now. Yeah. And if we took it away from the armies and towards the battle plan, what battle plan did he play? Oh, we played the new, what's the traffic light one? So, uh, or play, it's not place of the bar, it's the, this one's the primary and it randomizes which one it is. The old shifting objectives. The old shifting objectives, yes. So it must be the one after that. After Cyber of yeah. which is going to be Tectonic Interference. Yeah, that's the one. And what did you think of the actual object of the scenario? The scenario was great. Yeah, yeah, it's super, super easy. Um, so the only thing about it is that none of the objectives disappear. So it is random which one is a... Uh, which one is the primary each turn. You've got to be very careful about your normal ones, but they're, they're all primary objectives. So actually that's kind of when we called the game was me rolling into turn three, mm -hmm. because in turn in bottom of two, I'd killed Scarbrand and the Demon Prince and I was about to kill Bellacor. Um, and there was just some Plague Bearers left and two Flamers and I just one priority into three. And if, if it was delete an objective, I would have thought about taking the double whereas because none of the objectives were disappearing it was an auto decision to take the double into turn three and essentially if we'd if we'd have rolled it out i would have tabled kira most likely with the crawlers like they just and yeah my gatebreaker was free to kill stuff like, so so um going back to simon's list for a second mm. you've okay. got one of each of the mega gargants Mm -hmm. Why does everyone keep talking about the Gatebreaker? Why is that so he's, much better he's than the best one? He's so, the killiest one. Yeah. So first of all, death can only take the Gatebreaker. The gate oh, that's a good reason for me. Yeah. They, they are only allowed one each. Destruction yeah. can take whatever they want. Yeah. Death, Order and Chaos have to take one specific That's one nice each. that we get the best one. We do get the best one. It's the most points, but it is by far the best one. It's the killiest one. I don't know if I always think it's best. It's, I know it's had the most success in like, It's in also TTS. got the best ally ability. Yeah, the okay, allies' abilities are really bad, which I actually used in the game against Kieran. Yeah. So I attacked Scarbrand, and then he's got a every enemy unit, every enemy model within three inches on a six, you get do do a mortal wood. As a, he doesn't have that in Sons of Bama. He only has that as an ally. Yeah, that's cool. No, but the other two are pretty bad. They're like you can choose to fight at the end of the combat phase if you want to. Why would you want to do that? So you do that on the one, the one I was fighting at the other end because you can break cohesion. 
Yeah, so when you pile oh, in, that's when you stuff the people in the bag okay, right, or the right. net, rather. Oh, so that isn't actually as bad as I thought it was. No, and also they get the reroll hit hits, obviously, when they're mercenaries. But I haven't, I, I haven't ever tried them as mercenaries yet. I think certainly, I mean, Kraken Eater's Order, I think there's some play there because yeah. not only do you have this, you know, breaking here and see with putting people in the net, but he's got a half decent shooting attack. He's okay in combat. Mm. Now that Megadonks are a five, they're, 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 they're a lot better compared Does. to being worth one. Yeah, I mean, I was still going to take it when they were worth one. But then AOS 3 came and all of the additional monster stuff came in and buffed the army, buffed the army and minus. buffed that guy and also gave him five models. That is more than worth the point in points increase that yeah. came with the Gatebreaker. Like, by and the fact that you can now put um, enhancements on, on allies. allies is big. That's huge. That's why he's okay in the army. Because I, I think most times you see a mega gargant vest you will see the amulet destiny these days it's too yeah. good <laughs> most it's too many wounds <laughs> i think that's the most yeah, so the only other option is the make one of wizard and give them flaming sword i just don't think if i don't think you should be looking to do damage with the army no, i know it does enough damage anyway people think it should do it does enough yeah especially against like elite armies like stormcast yeah. but i don't i think you build towards durability yeah i agree durability is is pretty much king so so far we're doing we're doing fairly well in terms of getting our way through things. I don't think we made too many mistakes in that. Me and Kieran both managed to remember our battle tactics. I think we both got all of them all the time. So that's yeah. pretty good. Uh, primaries were only worth about four each turn, so it was pretty it was pretty average. It was literally just I had some models left and he didn't. <laughs> Which again, so again, he the big the big other swing was Kieran put his entire army into twenty more tech which were buffed to the hills in Petrifex. Mm -hmm. So Scarbrand did eight mortal wounds, and then Bellacor, a demon prince, and another unit killed two more guys because they're on a three-up save, re-rolling, ignore, or minusing one from Rend. Yeah. Which is too good. <laughs> and a six-up death save. That is ridiculous. That is too strong, really, for a battle line unit. So, yeah, he killed eight from mortal wounds because Scarbrand will do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but there's not really much else you can I mean I know he's a little bit salty as is the internet about losing a corruptor out of that list but I wonder whether Scarbrand's actually better at it. I thought Scarbrand was pretty solid he didn't synergize fantastically that's the only there's a lot of synergies in Kieran's list that's what's really really nice about it and why it's a little bit complicated to play <laughs> right now um, so I'm not sure what the synergies were with the corruptor but I guess it's a Nurgle unit, so that's nice. And there's a couple of other things with it. So it's a shame that that's disappeared. But did it lose keyword Nurgle? Is that the difference? Or did it just drop? No, it, you can only take models from demon armies. From, from the corner. Oh, and despite the fact that it is a demon and is Nurgle, it's, not it's a, still not counted as one of the ones. Yeah, so it can still... So the Corruptor can still go into a Magikin of Nurgle army mm -hmm. because it's got the Clan Pestilence keyword. Yeah. Um, and the campuses go one in four into the army. It's also, no, it's also got the Nurgle keyword. It, no, because Nurgle is irrelevant now for Mac for oh, really? King. It's a different point, not about King's okay. army. No, 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 that's but also it's worth right? looking at the coalition rules in the FAQ documents I posted yesterday. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so for example, Magikin, it can go in because it's got Campestalans. Right. And it's specifically written in that you can do that. You can do one in but four. it can't go into Legion of the First Prince or. 
And it, it, is it specific of that because it names the four gods? Or? I haven't read the Legion of First Prince FAQ, so I'm relying on you. I was told earlier on it's because it's not in the main demon factions because it's Skaven Tide. Okay. No, that's fair. Like, so there's obviously some keyword that it doesn't have or some book that it's yeah. meant to be from. But everyone seems a bit... I, I, Scarbrand is good, right? Like, he's a good model. He's, he's super He's super hitty. Um, but I suppose, as far as like the weak link in the army, maybe I would say Scarbrand was, was the weak mm-hmm. thing. Despite the fact that he did eight wounds to more to more tech, mm-hmm. like it gives you access to mortal wounds, it doesn't give you much else. Right. Okay, are we we're thinking about playing one more? We're not a hundred percent because we're going to watch football, or, or I've got I've got to organise viewing of football because I need to find a coax cable or get it on my computer. <laughs> you got to go outside and dig a hole and find the antenna. And <laughs> okay, so let's we'll see if we do another another part of this. If not, Adam will do some jiggery pokery and sort out all the editing. <laughs> um, but let's go to a break. Yeah, thanks everyone. Thank you. So it turns out um, it's coming home. Oh yes, football. Yeah, football. Um, so that was exciting. There was a lot of Adam jumping up and down. Yeah, like he literally all... jumped out of his chair at one point. It was quite magical. I don't even really like football, and I really don't like England as a yeah, country. That's true. But it was still quite <laughs> exciting. That's in permanent record now somewhere on yeah, the internet. That's fine. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it was good fun. I and like, then we I like England pre two thousand and sixteen. Yeah, fair. So after the match, we ended up. We, oh, did we? You played an extra game. No, somebody played an extra game. So Simon Kieran and, and Simon Kieran both played game. four games of Age of Sigma yeah. on release day, which is a lot. And Simon won all four of those games of Age of Sigma. Yes, he it did. It turns out that Sons of Bermat are okay. Oh, very, very good. Yes, yeah. fine. I mean, it's just like, you don't even need to fight. You just walk forwards onto an objective and be like, hi. Someone else will fight you yep. futilely for five yep. battle rounds. It is a good list. Like, it's fantastic. Yeah. It, it's, it's been good to see it this weekend. Um, we have all kind of realised that the random things that we took maybe weren't quite up to that kind of level. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally hadn't showed up with a list that I was hoping to push in any direction. Yeah, that's true. Um... And Andy, Andy wrote his Skaven list in the car on the way down. Yeah. In his head. Yeah. And so yesterday morning, so today is Sunday. Football has come home. Um, oh, it's booked a ticket. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so we played. We played through yesterday, and there was a game going on between Kieran and Simon. Uh, Kieran chose his side of the board so that he could see the TV. Yep. That was the uh, decision. Yeah, which was a fair decision. We could yeah. have rotated the board so the TV was at one end, but yeah. no one listens to me. Um, yeah, it was a really, really good day of Warhammer. And I think yeah. um, the one thing that's true, unless you're Simon, mm. is you will have rewritten your list substantially. Yeah, either because of errors in reading too many rules all at the same time, too many FOQs all at the same time, or just like finding out how the game works and seeing some new things that you yeah, kind of sure. like to do. So I think we all had a nice little play with lists. I know you've rewritten a load of your Sylvanas stuff. Andy was messing about with Skaven lists for ages. I'm still intrigued about different OBR builds. Like, it, it's it's a lovely time in the edition, isn't it? 100%. Um, yeah, 100%. It's I'm, nice I'm... to be excited about list building again. 
Yeah, I, like, I was looking. I've got a. I've got a note. Uh, the iPhone Notes app um, has an AOS lists folder in it on mm. my phone, and um, that had a lot of lists in a very short space of time about eighteen yeah. months ago. Yeah, <laughs> and then and there's nothing had, for nine no, months or so. Yeah, absolutely. And now it's suddenly like, ah, let's all write these things again and try and see what we can cram into two thousand points. Yeah, and like interesting for me, there's been two iterations of points changes let alone the addition change since yeah, i was true. last writing any lists so mm. I, I didn't write any lists for ghb20 yeah at all um yeah, so it's suddenly like oh how many points was this and then it was this many points and now it's this many like it's mm. yeah so it's been quite nice it's almost been like a totally fresh slate right i was writing a yeah. silver net list in my head yesterday and okay there's only five or six units options that i'm considering but i know the points profiles of those because i've forgotten the points profiles of everything else yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, Especially in Silverness, where there's only like ten units or so. Or yeah, eight units three, at least used. three of them are garbage. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, what was the hardest thing about the new edition? Um, for me, it's it's all the bookkeeping and mm. remembering, in particular, as we've said earlier in the episode, to um, be forthcoming about what battle tactic you are going to plan yeah, to do. Yeah, I agree with battle tactic. I think by my last game, I was like. Do not move into your hero phase. Don't cast any spells. Don't do anything. Battle tactic comes first. And I was kind of getting that down. Yeah. And I think it will definitely come, but I've got no... I mean, and I was definitely like going through them until I found one I thought I could do and then just picking that one yeah. and not reading the other ones. Yeah. Because so we're still at a point where you're just learning it, right? Yeah. There's going to be a point where you know it and you know how to deny what your yeah. opponent's doing. And so I think those I definitely don't, don't know yet. I totally agree. Um... I think there's still a couple of tricks that people can play on you, obviously, but I don't think the addition has any tricks. No, I think I mean, the addition is mega watertight. Really there, tight. there will always be things where people are going to post that meme and be like, yeah. ha you got, you got a thing wrong. Well, yeah, yeah, they like, are going to have got something wrong. Yeah, um, we will have got loads wrong this but weekend. It, but compared to, um, well, as in the games designers. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But like compared yeah. to AOS 2... Yeah. Um, and there is some rules bloat, but it's not as extreme as AOS 2 bringing in command points and malign sorcery and endless spells yeah. at the same time was and the, huge. Like, the lack of stacking of command abilities now just means that the combo potential is significantly down, which means the gotcha moments have just disappeared. It's not like, oh, this command ability and this command ability mean that it yeah. tricks somebody out. And I found consistency consistently particularly with watching and playing against simon um mm. all out defense is quite a good counter to a lot of things that happen there really is a dearth of rem 2 in the game anyway yep. so just being able to go no yeah and you know being it's able to double strong. that up in terms of rem redundancy with mystic shield like yep. I, you know you can see arcan doing pretty well being able yep. to mystic shield everybody yep. um anything with plus one save bubbles like the true lord ancient like there's mm. there's stuff to do yeah um and I, I was worried when I first read the Warhammer Community article saying every phase is interactive, that it was going to take a billion years. But it's not. It's it's not at all. Like You don't have enough command abilities for it to be interactive the entire time. So essentially you're just waiting and you've maybe got one or two commands that you want to go off and one of them is all out defense on a guy that you want to stay alive and one yeah. of them is a move back or whatever it ends up being. Right, so there's you know choice. You know what it's going to be. There's really? choice, but it's binary in every phase, and yeah. it's pretty clear about when it happens. Yeah, and it's it is reactive, but it's as much like so. I've got some like green gems that I'm using to mm. mark command points, and it's as much as like I've got five of these. 
I'm going to put one of them back in my bag because I'd like to have a better save. And that's the amount of interactivity that there is. Yeah. But it's still a tactical decision that you feel it's, involved in that totally, part of the, in that phase. Yeah, I would say it's, there is still downtime. Yeah. Like it's, it's not like you have to be switched on for the entire thing, but you do need to react to kind of weird things your opponent does. So sure. it, it's not, it's not as extreme as we're kind of both playing the turn at all, which yeah. is what it sounded like it was going to be. And it was a bit of a culture shock for me going back to an army that actually has a hero phase where you've got to do things in the right order and pay attention. Um, yeah. Not only did Living City not really bother with magic because everything had started off the board, but also, uh, you know, Beast Claw Raiders it's like cool i've i've had my hero face i'm gonna move now yep and um, so in terms of actually my opponents having down something i feel like that's gone up <laughs> um yeah sure no i think i think it's i think it's super good and um, let's go so what's your favorite thing and least favorite thing from the new edition uh, my favourite thing is that it's kind of monster mash so far. Yeah, I um, thought it would be. <laughs> just, you know, of course. They are I, good fun. But I also feel like I had to say that. If, <laughs> if I'm being honest, my favourite thing about the game is the core battalions. Really? Yeah, I okay. think they're, they're super clear. They're really nice. Yeah. Um, I think they're well enough thought through that if you need to get a thing, you're sacrificing something else. Yeah. Um, we all had pretty high drop lists yesterday. Yeah. Um, Going into except the, Simon, except Simon, but that you know, there's no, there's no version of the world where any of us could have really had lower drops, even if he just dropped them individually. He only had six models, right? Yeah. Um, so that's hard to beat, even with the one drop battalion in there. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that the one drop battalion means you must drop everything at once is such a quality of life improvement for your opponent versus yeah. the old version where it's no. like I'm just going to out drop you by one, but still tactically beat you. Yeah, it's a nuisance. Um, so I think it's really good, and um, hopefully they'll put the same like there will be more of those sorts of battalions coming out in future. Hopefully the same level of thought and. I agree. I like the extra ones in Gur as well. I yes, I, I would like to see somebody use the line breaker one properly, like to find a list where that works. Yeah, um, I'm sure there are some out there, but the fact that it can't be leaders, maybe maybe stonehorns in the as as battle line. Could, I think they lose two, the, right? But they lose the bemoth keyword if they're oh, battle line, so they can't true. they can't actually, they can't do, actually it. do it. Yeah, that's unless annoying. that was FAQ'd and I've not read it. No, I think but they lose. Bemoth, currently, they, they lose in order to be battle line. They lose the bemoth. Um, yeah, so that's and, changed. And the problem in BCR is they are battle line. Yeah. If you have a yeah yeah that's, that's the general. So you it. can't you can't even say well I've mm -hmm. taken three units of Mornfang. Yeah. So my two Stonehorn Beast Riders go in that battalion. No, yeah. they're they're also battle line. Yeah. So at the moment I don't think that works. Yeah, I would just like to see somebody run a list that does it. But from from my game against Simon, I know that the other one hunt hunt people or whatever it's called. Yeah. That one is massive. In terms of turning off the monster abilities, it's it's a huge swing. Yeah, uh, the hunters of the heartlands. Yeah, I mean, it was ma it was huge on your um, twenty Mortec guard, right? Yeah, yeah, that's where it just needs to happen. Like if you have a unit that needs to stay alive against, especially mega gargans. Yeah, you can see it on like massive. I can see it on sixty phoenix guard. Yep. Yeah, that would be huge. Like, yeah, it's it's a really really good thing. Um, and they're really themey for the for the edition. So yeah, I agree. Those those battalions, especially those extra two. I think I would like to see the command entourage have a slightly different rule to the other. Like two of two of six having the same effect is a bit weird. Yeah, it's a slightly it's an easier thing to fill out, so you have to choose one. So but you choose you the easier one, like 
yeah or, or whichever like yeah i just think that one should maybe give you less or give you something slightly different yeah i have to say i feel i, I took the warlord battalion and i forgot my mm. once again bonus cp in every game yeah. And I know your argument about that as well. Use it turn one, but I don't have anything to use it on. No, that's true. Well, <laughs> and they disappear. Running six, right? I guess. I suppose so. Yeah. But um, like, yeah, but it's it's especially better with Sylvaneth, you don't run. Yeah, fingers you just crossed. Teleport you, to places. You can get it right the next time. Yeah. Um, what about you? What was your favorite thing about uh, the new edition so far? So my favorite part of it is probably heroic actions or no no actually what i'm going to say is the granularity of scoring yeah it's way better now the the like primary missions and the objectives on the board are still massively important you cannot ignore them you can't do anything yeah but the scoring actually reflects the game a lot more mm-hmm. um in terms of the final thing whereas you know in previously you could you could just lose out on either a roll or a whatever and you'd lose one objective and lose 20 nil and you'd lose the whole game to a major victory yeah and it would be 20 nil whereas now if it's a one point swing it's not just because somebody took an objective from you in game five or you know a priority went against you or whichever way around it is that one objective swing is no longer as important because you can say well i should have done this battle tactic i should have prevented this battle tactic yeah. i should have and I think you that's know. a really key point because one of the thing, one of the criticisms that's off, often leveled at Age of Sigmar Online is, oh, the priority role means it's not a real game. It's just luck-based. Well, actually, if you can score regardless and it just means you might fall behind on the, the yeah. primary, then, you know, I've always said, well, yeah, you have to plan as if you're going to be double-turned yeah. and that you can take advantage of getting the priority when you have. Yeah. That's why I often take fast, hitty armies, because you go, right, well, I either sit back or I go, and you know you can yeah. you can mitigate. But with the scoring being reflective of those sorts of situations, I think that's... Yeah. I think important. the score is now way more reflective of the actually what happened in the game, yeah. which is only a win. Yeah, it's also only going to be a win for tournament organisers mm-hmm. who are trying to figure out between 200 players, as yeah. we said before, like who Who's, plays who. who, plays who. Yeah. Hopefully that saves time. And I have to say, I don't know what your experience was, but I had been kind of, internet wisdom had led me to believe that AOS 3, with loads of rules blow and all these new things, was going to take much longer to play. And considering I haven't played Age of Sigmar much in person in almost mm-hmm. two years, I found that all of my games were still two hours, sub two hours. I think all uh, every single game that was played was sub two and a half Yeah. here. And some of them, yeah, we didn't play turn four and five. We kind of just theory hammered out the last couple of bits. So that's sure pretty much the what points. the player pack says to do, right? Exactly. Like, And it was in a relaxed setting. So I, I think three hours is more than enough for a game. Yeah. This edition, like... It, it, it will be totally fine you've also got set up moving around the hall and like describing your list to an opponent I suppose these kind of things yeah um, the, the, and there's a bit more about the lists with yeah. the but also there's a bit less explanation to do surely if everybody's got core battalions you go I've got these core battalions and it allows me to have this enhancement and everyone knows what that yeah, means yeah I no longer have to like look at a PDF of change host and go, why is that in the game? And try and like get my head around <laughs> then it. Then go and cry for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. come back and actually play and yeah. lose. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still, my only, my only peeve at the moment is terrain still just needs an FAQ to either make it impossible or volumes or a conversation with your opponent to make it one of those two. Volumes on the miniatures. So volumes on miniatures, not just bases. Yeah, because you can get points, like I, I had it in most games where it was like, I'm next to this model, but I can't charge. Yeah. 
because I physically either can't finish next to it because I haven't rolled high enough or yeah. to get round it or whatever, or just they're up on a on a high platform that also can't fit me. Yeah. That's stupid, especially when you're a gatebreaker. Like Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean we I, had that example where I had five tree revenants on a first floor gantry. Yeah. And so the gatebreaker base isn't isn't possible isn't, isn't capable isn't of charging. Tree, so like, you can't get there. So the rules just need that to be fixed because it makes no sense. Yeah. Like it's a three that they put vertical distances into everything else. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you now have to measure diagonally the parallax yeah. in order to fly fly down things. So bases move vertically. I totally agree with that. But yeah, they ju they just need to acknowledge that attacks don't happen from the base. They happen from the model. Yeah, and it's sort of a it's sort of a middle ground between AOS one before the general's handbook where you've got. Um, literally measuring from the model and bases don't count so that's yes, that a way around square bases and circles to going yeah. oh wait actually there's a lot of abusive potential in here mm. it's got to be base to base but i mean as you said yesterday even at the first south coast gt back in 2015 or 16 yeah. volumetric miniatures yeah. were described in the player pack and yeah. that was adopted for most of that first pre um pre-ghb season yeah, um, I it just needs a quick FAQ or the every single tournament organizer, like in the previous editions, to decide that yeah. miniatures Obvious, are volumes. Your giant can hit people who are standing near his hands. Yeah, even Literally, if they're not standing. It, near if his you feet. rotate the model, the the sword hits the other miniatures. Yeah, we'll just do that, and then they fall off, and then, and then you're base to base. Yeah, problem so, solved. It's only a relatively minor thing, but I think they've still they've still got to sort out that terrain rule, right? Yeah, I think it's better than having wobbly model syndrome where you have a dragon that's just pinned up halfway up a wall. Agreed, nobody wants that. So it's in the right direction. So we'll, we'll see where it lands. Yeah. Um, I think my overall kind of feeling is it's just really good. Yeah, it is super good. And like, it was always clear. Like, having the day one FAQs is great. Yeah. I imagine there's going to be a couple of interactions that we didn't come across in the like, have, uh, have, what, yes. 10, 10 games that happened here yesterday? Yeah. Um, sure, there's going to be something with, and particularly, you know, we only have the same armies for it, so th there's yeah. going to be stuff in there that isn't quite covered over. But yeah. to be honest, I'm massively, imp I'm mega impressed mm. with um, day one release for yeah. AOS three. I think it, it's going to be an exciting season for yeah. sure. Um, something we just picked up, which I'd like to shout about because you might not have seen it, but Pro Painted um, have already done battle tactics yeah. um, trackers, uh, magnetized little things so you can like just put up on a one to five turn uh, what what battle tactic you're trying to do, yeah. um, which I think is just a huge quality of life improvement. Massively so um, important. Matt has sorted us out. Uh, Matt from Pro Painted has sorted us out with some. Uh, custom stuff for Inquisitor and Necromunda before, as you all know, um, but he's, he's done these for Age of Sigmar 3, and we just seen it on Twitter, and I think probably everyone should have some. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're really good. I agree. Just makes it so much good. And is another reminder to do it. Yeah, like, right. You've got, just, this, you've got this giant board in front of you yeah. that says, do this thing. <laughs> yeah, do do the thing, win the points. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think that's super cool. Right. Um, I yeah. think we should go play another game. I think we should. So we're, we're going to play one <laughs> more game. Um, we'll try and take some more pictures. Um, before we go, uh, we'll, we'll be back uh, hopefully relatively soon. I'm planning on doing an episode uh, probably not within two weeks of this one because I'm going to go away for a week, but not too long. Yeah. Um, thanks 
to everyone for coming to Barnhammer. It's it been it's been was great. Superb. Um, yeah, special thank you as always to Andy for uh, hosting us. Yeah, he's so it's a Sunday. He's hosted us here, and he's currently on a work call on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, he was also on a work call on Friday on his, and he got up to see and um, to see Kieran and Simon disappear off at seven fifteen in the morning. Yeah, because Kieran doesn't want to pay more for a zip car. Sure, I <laughs> mean that that's fully reasonable. That is fair, completely and utterly. <laughs> um, we've still got a deal running with uh, Exit Twenty Three Games, where you can get um, a percentage that I've forgotten because I'm tired. But listen to previous episodes. Is at least ten percent off. It might have been yeah. twenty. I uh, thought it was ten. But yeah. Either way, I didn't want to commit. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to commit to that. But either way, Exit Twenty Three games are great. I'm still really enjoying the Turbo Dork paints from them. I'm actually painting up some Blood Bowl teams for their website at the moment. Do you think I, I was actually really thinking about them just while we're talking about them in terms of painting Croak to give to use their metallic kind of yeah 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 metallic sure. like dual tone paints. They, they could work really well on I think the throne, be a, I think. yeah not on the model yeah. on the on the stuff floating around behind him 100% I think the, that would be a super good thing to, to use tone shift on yeah, yeah. 100% yeah just look all space lizard and just yeah. mix a tiny bit of metallic pigment into it and then use the I think they have some oh do they already have metallic in yeah that's amazing so the turbo door paints are pretty pretty hype to be honest so yeah just work um, that over it instead of stone so Matt just... you could you could use this uh, the um, I will use the, the discount is yeah. angel with a capital A 2021 hmm. um, so yeah hit, hit them up and I don't know what the games expo is but exit 23 games will be at an expo at the end of July check out their Twitter their Instagram uh, Chris Chan is an absolute darling um, thanks to Jay Channer as ever for the um, musical interludes which I will be editing in or maybe I'll make Matt do it since he's here now <laughs> force no. him to use a Mac computer no. and do some editing that, yeah I think that's what I'm going to do um, and um, happy Age of Sigmar 3 Age of Sigmar is coming home yeah. um, and we'll see you next time bye Bye.